All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, October 11th of 2023 here. Looking ahead, we have a three-game MLB main slate later this afternoon, and then we also have a six-game NHL slate. Should be a ton of fun. We have golf teeing off tomorrow. We have Thursday night football back tomorrow, so a ton of DFS action coming at you over the next two days here. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Saber Sims, a show where we go over how to use the Saber Sim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. Questions can come in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You also get access to our similar channels. See when lineups are released. See when players are scratched. See when Sims run for that updated news. Get access to the Office Hours channel. We can uh, post questions ahead of time. Get access to the individual sport channels. Ask sports-specific questions. Get to talk to other members of the community, other members of the SaberSim team. Can't say enough good things about the Discord. Before we get started, as always, want to remind you guys... If you are not signed up for our weekly max challenge, get signed up. Football is coming back tomorrow. This is a promotion giveaway we do during the NFL season. Get access to weekly prizes, season-long prizes. All you have to do is click this enter the challenge green button. It will take you to a short form that we have you fill out so we can send you guys gear. But all you have to do, use the SaberSim logo as your avatar on DraftKings, and then Max enter one of the mini max contests on a DraftKings Sunday main slate. That's all it takes and get access to all these awesome prizes here. But... With that said, I'm going to get Sabersim pulled up now and going to jump right into the show here. So let's get this up. So we have our three-game slate here. Uh, I said we have the NHL six game. It looks like we're going to start with questions that came in in the Discord here. And it looks like the first one is from Sammy. Sammy said, when using the Geomean, do I need to add... Add the decimal or number as a whole. Okay, great question here. So usually, you know, when I show how to do a geomean calculation, it'll be like 0 0.2296, right? So when you do that in SaberSim, you should round it. So it should be 22.96. Uh, we're displaying it as a percentage. But when you actually do the equation on your calculator, it's going to show as 0.22 instead of 22 point whatever. So uh, round those Round that number over two decimals, and you should be all set. But very good question there. All right. Question from G side. Question says, I noticed over the first five weeks, Sabre likes the cheaper, low upside running backs. I found it profitable to just eliminate them from my pool. How often do you chop your running back exposure and shorten your player pool? I know they're showing up for a reason. However, calling... Uh, ceiling seems very low. Thank you. Uh, so this is something that Max and I have been talking about a little bit in our review shows. So if you guys missed it, our latest review show went live uh, yesterday afternoon, as well did our MLB showdown video. So if you go to the YouTube channel, you go to um, playlists or even videos here. So in playlists, if you go to Coach's Corner, these are where all of our main slate reviews live. So week five just went live 21 hours ago. Max and I broke down the uh, main slate and things that we saw. Something that we've talked about over the last two weeks here are the uh, value trap running backs. And the reason we're calling them a trap is because, one, they're getting a lot of – or just, just players in general. You know, this is not solely for running backs, but players who are cheap, who have a decent – 
point per dollar that get a lot of ownership, but have a cap ceiling and trying to identify those plays and, and possibly even stay away from them, right? Uh, these players with limited upside that are getting a lot of ownership, there's probably better pivots and there's probably a better lineup construction. So that's something we've talked about. I think that's something you can definitely work into your process. If there is something that you're seeing um, that's working for you, I'm never going to discourage you from doing that, but check out this week five review in this playlist here. And then I also released a uh, new video for the MLB playoffs here. Crush MLB playoffs, DFS, MLB showdown strategy for 2023. So uh, DFS showdown video with it being October with all the short slates and a lot of showdowns. You're getting bigger prize pool showdowns here. So we wanted to do a showdown video. I did this video for you guys here, and then we did the video with Max. So a couple things for you guys to watch outside of the show. I would highly recommend checking out both of those videos, but good question, G-Side. All right, going to get Saberson pulled back up here, and we're going to keep it rolling. Okay, next question. Uh, this looks like a, uh error question. It looks like Ben got back to Ugly 8 game, so it looks like everything is all set there. Appreciate you guys on that one. And then looks like there is a discussion with Teddy G. I did I did jump in on that a little bit. So going to skip that one for now. Going to skip down to this next question here from Teddy G, which hasn't been addressed. And this question says, hey, Andrew, if I upload custom ownership projections and build my lineups with them, is it still okay to run those teams against SaberSim contest sims or will that do something funny with what it sends back to me? Okay, great question here. So, um, I want to, I'll walk through this whole thing here. So the ownership projections, right? If you click on this ownership gear for MLB classic, for NFL classic, and for, we're going to have it for NBA classic as well. You're going to see all these different ownership buckets. If you click on these, the ownership projections are going to change. You can see Joe Ryan went to 53% in the single end, in the, in the, uh, in the 20 max and then in the MME in the like MME is 150 max, he's 49%. So the ownership projections change depending on the source that you pick. And then each one of these is its own ownership build. So the way we create ownership projections, we run builds with certain settings and parameters and inputs to that build. And then we use the exposures from that build as the ownership projections, right? So each time you see ownership projections, that is how many times this player showed up in a 5,000 field build here, right? And if you wanted to see those builds, if you wanted to see what those lineups actually look like, you can do that under contest. If you go to contest, you go to ownership contest, you can click on any one of these buckets here, and then it's going to show you the 5,000 lineups that were generated. And then you can go into players. Hey, how many stacks are in these lineups? Um, what players... Uh, are used you know you want to go look at the pictures or or comparing them right so there's a lot of different ways to use this information so this is what we're doing right and then when you run your lineups let's say you build lineups here right and we'll just kick this off so we have something to work with here so don't know why this happened but i'm just gonna open up a new workspace here because don't really have time to troubleshoot it so let's go to my projection. Let's just do a hard reset here. And let's let this load back up. Okay, so everything back to white. This is what I was expecting here. So then just going to make two adjustments to ownership. Going to kick off my build, right? So in the meantime, I can go into my settings. And I can go into my contest sim settings. 
And let's say that I'm setting up a contest sim, right? So the easiest way to set up a contest sim is from the contest tab. You can right click on any contest in your CSV download, and then it will allow, allow you to auto generate a contest sim, right? And uh, we can just show that. So you can do it from my contest or you can do it from all contests. I'm just going to do it from all as an example. So say I'm playing this top contest. I right click on it. I click add contest sim. It's going to look at the details of the contest and automatically select the correct set of field lineups and input all the information. And then I, all I had to do is hit save. So when I go back to my build with my lineups, okay? So what the contest sim settings are saying, it's saying, hey, when you run the contest sim, use this set of field lineups, okay? One thing here, if you manually adjust ownership projections, upload custom ownership projections, that's not going to have a direct impact on the field lineups. If you want to have a direct impact on the field lineups, what I would suggest doing is opening up a new build workspace, uploading your custom projections here. And then what I would do is those will get loaded in here to the my own column. You go to the gear icon, you go to match exposure to ownership. What this is going to do is set a range above and below the ownership for the player's exposure to come in at when you run this build. And then that just gives SaberSim a little wiggle room when trying to generate these uh, new exposures for you, right? So if your ownership projections are going to be different, you're probably going to want to build a custom field. And then once you build the custom field here, when you go back to your build with your lineups and you're setting up your contest sim, come into the contest sim settings that you have and select a different set of field lineups. So then if I built lineups in build three, then build three would automatically come up here. And then I would be able to select that as the lineups that I want to run my contest sim against. So that is what I would do if you're using custom ownership. If you're using custom ownership and contest sims, you should 100% be building a custom field or else it's not going to have the impact that you want. The only impact that it would have here is if you were using one of our Sabre score metrics and because your ownership projections are being taken into account in Sabre score, then it would matter. But outside of that, it is not having an effect on the contest sim unless you are running your own field lineups. And I just saw a bug here. Um, that I just want to make a note of. So let me just um, field lineup drop down arrow not working. So I was trying to close this panel here and it wasn't working. So when I click this, it does not close. So I just want to make a note of that and I will get that back to the team. But really good question. Hope I clarified that for you, Teddy. And let me know if you have any more questions. We are going to jump over to the YouTube chat. First question from Paul said, will you be offering college basketball? So right now, I don't know. Uh, the good news is that the gateway to supporting college basketball was first supporting college football. So now that college football is being supported, that opens the door for college basketball to be supported. So I don't know, but what I could do is take this back to the team, let them know people are asking for college basketball, and then just help to put some emphasis on that item. So I'm going to take this back to the team as a feature request, and I'm going to note uh, college basketball support. All right, question from Daniel. Say good afternoon. I noticed 
yesterday that some Sabersim users finished ahead of me in my MLB contest on FanDuel and they had lineups of my top two stacks. How can I ensure I get some? Um, so there's also, also what about mini neeks or what process should I implement to ensure I'm getting exposure to all of the lineups on a particular team? My contest Sabersim link has disappeared under the settings. Any hints on how to get it to show up? Oh, okay. This is actually a different question. Sorry, John. Uh, I'll get back to you, but so, so for Daniel here, right? Um, what I would say is that, you know, SaberSim is a great tool in and of itself. Users are, have definitely found ways to add value to the product, right? And, you know, you talk about, uh, some of these short MLB slates here. We have a lot of great content on the YouTube channel focused on MLB. I would brush up on some of that, right? Um, we've talked about playoff strategy here on the show. So glad to see that you are tuning in, trying to learn new things here, right? Um, ultimately, you know, I don't, I don't have a great answer for you other than that, uh, you know, it, it could be variance, right? It's a little bit of variance. Um, having a solid process that has done well over the course of a season can just lead into the playoffs. And I, I wouldn't be too discouraged by the results that you're seeing, especially if you have something in, pro in place that has been working for you. And then let's get to this mini unique one. Also, what about mini uniques or what process should I implement to ensure I'm getting exposure to all of the lineups? on a particular team. So this really is like about risk tolerance here. Um, some people are okay, you know, full fading a team or a game and they, and they, they identify a situation where they feel like it is just better and they want to, you know, take as much advantage of that one scenario, get as much shares of them as possible. Some people want to be more spread out, right? So you kind of have to figure out, Hey, what matches my risk tolerance and what do I want to do on a given slate? Right? Uh, so, if you are somebody who wants to get really spread out and get access to as many teams as possible, I would just, uh, something that Jordan talks about is using one less than the max. So right now it looks like I can only get to about seven mini uniques here. So he would jump that down to six, right. And then just be comfortable with six. Uh, I think that's great. You know, that's going to get you really spread out here in this example. I'm getting access to all teams on the slate at about 25%. So so out of my 20 lineups, at least five of those lineups has every single team on the slate. So Mini Neeks is going to do a great job of diversifying for you here. If you're not seeing enough diversification, what you can do, um, which I would suggest is before the build runs, set a, you know, 10% minimum exposure to every team in team stacks. And then that should even help you diversify more. So I like setting the low min exposure to just kind of nudge Sabersim to give you what you want out of the gate. Something that Max and I talked about recently where Max said, hey, I'm going to, you know, pre-build, set a bunch of exposures to my quarterbacks for NFL to just get a more diverse pool and then look at it from there, right? So you can do it post-build with min uniques. You can do it pre-build with some minimum exposures and just help you get more spread out if you're having trouble doing that in the post build already. All right. John said my contest, uh, Saber Sim link has disappeared under the settings tab. Any hints on how to get it to show up again? So what I would do if you're having issues is always do a hard refresh. It is either control shift R. If you're on windows, command shift R. If you are on, on Mac, that is basically going to like clear your cache and give you a kind of a, fresh refreshed version of Sabersim here. And that is going to be the best thing for you. If you do that, still having issues, 
do us a favor, go to the top right, go to report a problem, write a brief description and let us know. This goes direct, let us know what's going on. It goes directly to our support team and they can help you to troubleshoot further. Um, and, and those are the things that I would always suggest doing. Question from Steve. Is there any way to stack my goalie in NHL with at least two skaters? I am trying the advanced stack rule of CWD greater than or equal to two plus goalie equals one. But when I do that, I'm getting zero lineups able to be built. Okay, so let's talk about this. Let's go over to NHL for today. So I would, I would probably do an if-then rule just like off the top of my head. Like if goalie use X rather than a um, stacking rule here, but let's just talk about this. So lineup rules. So we want to stack your goalie with at least two skaters. So then what I would do is I go to add new rule. I would go to group and I would go to automatic. And then I'm going to say if, so if at least one group by team, and then I'm going to select goalie. And I'm going to say, then use at least two on the same team. And then I'm going to select the positions that I want and just basically exclude goalie there, right? And then when I, well, one thing I could do here, which I like to do to just spot check the rule is save it as a manual rule. It's going to save it individually for each team here. And then you can come in here, you can open it, and then it'll basically be a manual rule and it'll show you. So then uh, for, I believe, Edmonton here, uh, if I use Stuart Skinner, then use at least two of the 17 players from wings, defensemen, and I believe it's centers here. Um, and then saying, use at least two of these guys. So that, that looks right to me. That passes the eye test for me. So then what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go back into the rule, save it as an auto rule, and then let's build some lineups here. So I'm going to build 500 lineups. I just want to make sure that it's working. I know you said that you were trying it and it wasn't working, but uh, I don't know why the stack rule would, would work a little bit differently here, but this if-then rule, I think, works a little better here. So looks like lineups are building, and then we'll just look at them here in the post-build and uh, see if they pass the eye test. So I have the Oilers, and then I have three players from the Oilers. Uh, Oilers again, big Oilers stack. Looks like we really love the Oilers. Going to see if I can find somebody else. I got the Kings here, and I have two skaters from the Kings. And just scrolling down here, Kings again, Oilers again. So, so far, all these lineups that I'm seeing, this seems to be working here. Uh, Colorado also working for them. So I would write the rule as I wrote it here. I will pull it up one more time. So you just pause the video and write it for yourself here. But it, it, it looks exactly like this. So if at least one goalie from a team, then use at least two skaters from the same team and you should be all set. But good question. All right, question from Joff said, what is your strategy for creating contest sims for multiple showdown contests? If you lump them into one contest sim, how do you handle big differences in contest size, for example? Okay, so really good question here. So one thing with showdown, uh, this was actually clarified in the Discord yesterday that for NFL showdown, we have 10,000 field lineups and for all other showdowns, you know, MLB, NHL, um, any other showdown format, we have 5,000, right? So what I would do is group them one. So, so right now you can build five to 10 contest sims simultaneously. So in your contest sim settings, you can have up to 10 here, right? So what I would do is group all of the contests that are over 10,000 into one contest sim. 
And the reason for that is because whether it's 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, the builder only has 10,000 field lineups. So it's going to take your lineups, the 10,000 field lineups, put them into a contest sim and play it out. So there's really not a huge difference between simming them different. Okay. So for those over 10,000, for so the 20,000, the 50,000, 100,000, I would just do one contest sim for those. And then for the other ones, I would just do individual. And, you know, depending on how many you have, you might have to make some sacrifices about which ones you care about, which ones you care a little bit less about, right? So either price pool, percent of first, dollar value for entry fees, I would, you know, prioritize based on those things and then build out my set. But now you can build up to 10 contest sims. So I would just group all the big ones and then do individual ones for the smaller ones. Uh, as it makes sense for you, right? So that's the way I would be thinking about it. Noah said, I'd love to see Sims take on the NHL slate. Since it's a bigger slate, I've been trying to learn how many players uh, to stack in a line. I don't think there's like a one-size-fits-all answer, you know, for that. I think that's something that Max and I really talked about on this week five review here is like, hey, you know, these, these one-size-fits-all answers really don't, carry over well to the next slate to the next slate but that being said i know that we were supposed to drop some nhl content today ahead of the big slate so i don't know if if that is a uh you know live stream or video so let me just make a note to ask if that is going to be coming out today because you are much better off talking to jordan and scott than you are talking to myself not a huge NHL player here. So want to get you guys access to the best minds around NHL strategy. And I will see where we are at with that release. All right. Steve said, any reason there is no projection attached to any of the Toronto goalies tonight? Realize one may not be confirmed yet, but other unconfirmed teams still have a projection. Okay. Let's go see what's going on here. So Toronto, and we're going to go to goalies. And it looks like Ilya Samsonov is projected here at the moment for 15 points. So if you're not seeing that, I would just go up to the refresh slate icon. It looks like Sims ran about 24 minutes ago here. So it's possible that it was part of that set here. But what you can do is just go up here to the refresh slate icon. Click that. It'll refresh your projections. You can also check in the Discord. We have the NHL lineup alerts channels and just see when this Toronto Sim ran if you have uh, questions about it, but go in and check that out. Looks like we do have a goalie projected at the moment, although not confirmed. All right. Another question from Steve. Is there a way to set a rule to ensure I have X amount, say six or seven of skaters from PP one in all of my lineups? Uh, yes, there is definitely a way to do that. So what I would do is um, I would probably do two stacking rules where I would say, I would go to add new rule. I would say stack at least three must be on power play line. And then I can select power play one here. And then I would save that. So I'm going to write this rule basically twice. I'm going to write this rule twice. So I'm saying stack at least three skaters must be on power play line. And then they must be on power play line one. And then I would save that. So then that's like your first stack. And then if you write the rule more than once, then it has to be honored more than once. So if I do it again here and say power play one again, well, now let me get rid of this other rule. Now I have these two rules here and the builder is going to satisfy the first one. 
and then satisfy the second one and then return lineups. So let's see if this works here. Um, I'm kind of interested because in theory, I don't know if you could like run into a salary issue here with skaters on power play one being like more uh, salary generally, but it seems to be building just fine here. And then we can just look at this and see what it looks like. So uh, we should be seeing like double stacks and all these lineups. So four, three, four, three, 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 two, four, three, right? Four, three. And you can even look at your stack exposures. So we're getting two, three stacks in every single one of our lineups that are being generated. So that means that the builder is satisfying both rules. So that passes the eye test to me. Uh, try this out for yourself here. I'll pull up the rule one more time. Just write it twice and you should be on your way. Bob said, feature request would be great if we could run contest sims on imported hand-built lineups. Uh, Bob, you should be able to do this. And the way that I would do this is that one, you're going to have to um, get the file. So say that, you know, you go on your phone, you build some lineups, right? So those lineups are now in, in a contest. So then what I would do is go to your contest tab. Go to my contest. I would download the template file from DraftKings. So when I do this, it's going to download the file to my computer. I do not want to drag it in though. What I want to do is I want to open the CSV and then I want to make sure that, which I can't really do this right now. Um, can I do this right now? All right, let me try to do this real quick for you guys. So I'll show you guys how to do this. So let me just go on my phone here. And I'm going to build a lineup for this NHL slate. So NHL classic today. It's going to enter this real quick. It's going to pick highest projected guys that I could find. And we're going to do this fast. So bear, bear with me. Try and be quick. All right. Just need a couple more defensemen. Uh, let's take this guy and let's take this person. All right. So I'm going to submit that. So then now I have a hand-built lineup, right? Then what I would do, I would come into Saberson. And let me just pull up my entire screen here because you guys are going to need to see the Excel file. So let me pull up this screen. Okay. So you guys see my screen here. So I'm going to go to download template file. It's going to download to my computer. I do not want to drag and drop it. I want to open it. And the reason I need to open it is because of these extra cells over here on the left. So when you upload lineups to SaberSim, you need to make sure that the lineups are the first column. So I'm going to get rid of these four, four columns that are all DraftKings entry columns. And I'm going to delete those. And then now I'm going to hit save. So I'm going to close that up. I'm going to go to a new build here. I'm going to go, when I open up a new build, I can click upload pool if I buy right clicking. So I right clicked and then I hit upload pool. I'm going to open up this file here. What it's going to do, it's going to bring in the lineup from the file into my lineups. So then now I have this one lineup that I just hand built. And now when I come in here, I can go and I can set up a contest sim. So if you have you know, multiple contests, multiple hand-built lineups. You can bring them into SaberSim, set up your contest sim, 
and then run the contest sim against it. But all you have to do is just make that one change to your CSV download because SaberSim is not going to recognize it right away with that contest information in the first four columns. So get rid of that data, upload it, and then you should be all set. But that is exactly how I would do that process. So happy to show you guys how to do that. I love when people say, I wish I could do this in SaberSim. And it's like, hey, you sure can. So uh, awesome question there. Question from Ben. If I have a mix of single entry and ME contests, how would I go about building lineups to make sure I would get the best lineups for each contest? I would also like all the lineups to have a certain number of uniques. So the way that we suggest doing this is what we call our DFS profit plan. Our profit plan is a contest selection framework that we created through lots of backtesting here to figure out how to, you know, and what contest to enter, how to group your lineups, et cetera, here, right? So what we came up with was doing a single build for single entries in three maxes, because those play very similarly, and then doing a second build for 20 max and 150 max contest. The reason this makes sense, is because when you come in here and you look at your slider settings, so if I go to single entry, uh, 100 to 1K entries, correlations at two, sim diversities at eight. If I go to three max, the sliders stay the same. So in our back testing, in our contest sims here that uh, these sliders were good for both contests. If I go to 150 max and I go to, you know, these 150 maxes are usually bigger, right? So even one to 10 K sliders go from two, eight to four, nine here. So more correlation being used, higher sim diversity, uh, optimizing for higher upside here. So this 150 max plays a lot closer to the 20 max here which with the same sliders than it does to the single entry and three maxes. So when these sliders are the same or very, very close, like one tick off, uh, you know, lamps are going to be fairly similar in like upside and risk here. So grouping those together, perfectly fine. The 20 max one fifties and then grouping the single entries and three maxes together also perfectly fine. So that is directly in line with our DFS profit plan. And then that is an example of why it is like that. All right, Demetrius, I keep getting like two or three relief pitchers in my showdown lineups for Atlanta Philly. Should I keep them in the lineup or remove them manually? Um, I think that it's okay that, you know, if the these are too many relief pitchers for you. So ultimately, relief pitchers are inherently risky here just because you do not know if they're going to play or not. Um, definitely spent a lot of time talking about relief pitchers in the MLB showdown video that I just released yesterday here. So if you guys missed it, at the beginning of the show on the YouTube channel, go to videos, go to the how to beat MLB in 2023 playlist here. Oh, looks like this video just dropped how to beat NHL DFS in 2023, four minutes ago. Uh, you know, don't run and go watch it yet. Our show is almost over here. So I'd say as soon as this show ends, go and check out that video ahead of puck drop tonight. And then um, also check out the MLB showdown strategy for 2023. Spend a lot of time talking about relief pitchers, trying to figure out, uh, how to add value there. But ultimately, I think that if you're getting too many relief pitchers for your taste here, nothing wrong with setting a rule and just saying, hey, use no more than one relief pitcher, use no more than two relief pitchers in any lineup, and then just putting them in a manual group role here. So that's like fairly simple to do. You just go to the slate here. Oh, actually, let's go to, well, it depends if I, I imagine this is not happening for the classic slate, probably for the showdowns here. So if I were to like do a showdown, what you can do is just come in here, do a lineup rule, go to add new rule, go to group, go to manual, and then say, use no more than one, use no more than two here. You can right click on position, 
go down to RPs, relief pitchers, and then you can just uh, click in all these guys fairly quickly here and then let them be in your manual rules. So that is how I would uh, do that if you're seeing too many of them coming up here. Steve said, thank you for the if-then rule. Didn't even see that option under the automatic method. That's a big help. Awesome, man. Happy to help you out and, and glad we were able to get that taken care of ahead of tonight's slate. But that's all the questions we have here, guys. I think this is a great time to end the show. I know plenty of people are playing NHL tonight, so go check out that video that Jordan just released five minutes ago here, probably him and Scott talking all about NHL strategy. Going to be a great watch for you guys ahead of tonight's slate. Good luck to you all. We'll talk tomorrow. Take care. I'll see you. Thanks. Bye.